I'm just a pilgrim traveling through. Hallelujah, God. Thank you. And if I feel this good now, then can you imagine how it's going to be when we be before him? Can you imagine, y'all? Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. God, and then he talked about loving, him loving us. Oh, my God. I don't know about y'all, but I done messed up so many times and just turned my back on God so many times. I had to keep going back to him so many times, you know. And he just still loves me. I just, I just love oh, Only God can do that. You know, only God. Oh, only God can do that. And then, you know, when I, when Sister Tasha stands, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And she's talking about turning your back on God. How many times have we turned our back on him? And he didn't turn his back on us. And then he gave us the privilege to run back to us. He didn't ask us and tell us what you done done back yonder. He's glad that you came back home. I was like, God, thank you. Only God, only God can do something like that. Only God. Oh, Jesus. I'm trying my best. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. Oh, God, okay. Help me, Jesus. I tell you, it just stole me up now. Oh, Jesus. You know, it's good to... When you're leaving a place, you have to leave a blessing in this place. Because this, you know, God has been good. Because see, for 13 months, and God just blessed us, you know. He just so blessed us. So that when time came to do and go where he wanted us to go, we wouldn't have to be a hardship on the people. He said, I bless the Lord for that. I bless the Lord for having a mind to be a good steward, you know. Because we didn't have to be a good steward. We could have spent the money, you know. But God, but God, but God. My God, only God, only God can let you go get what you need when you need it, you know, only God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, I'm trying to sell myself down. Thank you, Lord. We go into the book of Isaiah. Amen. Isaiah, chapter number 48. This is where we're going. Don't give me the word what God has given us. Oh, thank you, Lord. I tell you, I thank the Lord, huh? You know, God is good. We just believe in the Lord that he's going to bring forth healing to our people that's out sick. And I just feel like it's in the air already. (laughs) It's in the air. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Amen. It's already done here. The enemy might as well get his little bit right now. Let me tell you. Because the next place we're traveling to. Half ain't been told. Half ain't been told. Half ain't been told. Isaiah chapter number 48. Amen. Praise God. Isaiah chapter number 48. Going to deal one verse here, verse number 10, and then we're going to go some other places. Not much, but we just, oh, thank God. Hallelujah. I'm just trying to settle down a little bit so I can do and deliver this word. Because I tell you. I've been tore up this flow now. Don't mess with me about now. Been, been tore up, Sister Tasha. I love it. We leave some residue in here. Amen. We leave some residue. Amen. Leave some residue up in here. Praise God, I tell you. I feel real, real good. 
I feel real good in my Jesus. Can't hardly wait. Can't hardly wait for what God gonna do. Excited, just excited. I'll never forget. I'll never forget what He's done. I never forget because see, I don't want. I don't want a quick ride on the airplane to get me there in, in an hour or two hours. But I want to see the view. Well, I can take the bus or take the train and see everything God's done. I, I want the scenic view because a lot of times we go too fast, miss some stuff. I don't want to miss nothing in this season. I don't want to miss nothing. I don't want to be so fast to get somewhere and God ain't there. You know, I, I, I don't want to do that now. I want to make sure He's before me because if He's if He's before me, that means He's gonna leave some blessings. I'm just gonna gleam and pick it up. I tell you, thank you, Lord. Okay, Isaiah chapter number forty-eight. Beginning in verse number 10. We're going to read this verse and then we'll go to the next place. Verse number 10. Verse 10 says, we have to listen very closely and you understand why things are happening the way that they are. So, behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of afflictions. Furnace of afflictions. Let's pray. Father, we... Give your glory. We thank you. We love you. We thank you, God, for allowing us to feel your presence. For God, we do not want to assemble ourselves here and not feel you and know that you're with us, God. And Lord, we thank you for that, God. And then, Father God, the absent part of the body today, those that are sick, God, we pray that you bring forth healing in their lives. God, we thank you because we know that it's already done. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, you minister to them today. As we are ministering to us, you minister unto them likewise, God. And even God, Sister Diane, who's with the children, you minister there likewise as well, God. Just be in every place today, God. In the body of Christ, everywhere, all over this land and all over this country, you be there, God. We thank you for it, Father. And Father God, we ask that you, you just bless this place that, that allowed us to reside here for the, this moment in time in history. But Father God, it's time now, God, as you say, for us to move on to the next place. God, we thank you. We're ever, ever so grateful, God. And Father God, we pray that we will never, ever forget anything that you've done. For God, you brought us out with a mighty hand. We thank you for that, Lord. Oh, God, we give you glory. We give you glory. In Jesus' powerful name, we ask it all. Amen and amen. 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 God gave me a topic for this message. Uh, I guess it was yesterday, a couple of days. It might have been day before yesterday. And as he gave me the word of... <coughs> We have to understand where we are now and why we are going through what we're going through and its purpose. And, and, and the subject God gave me, and, and, and I don't like to say so much as subject, but, but the thought that the Lord gave me that rain was refining for the kingdom. Right now we are being refined for the kingdom. For the kingdom. We know that the kingdom of God is within us. But also we know that there is some work that has to be done. So God is refining us to be able to fulfill his purpose and carry out his will. It says, Behold, I have refined. 
So I began to ask God some questions about the process of refining. What, 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 what does that mean? What will that undertake? And many of you, as long as with myself and everybody in the body, has been going through a refining process. You've been going through. You hadn't always told everybody what you've been going through. But God knows what you've been going through. And it is a refining process, but it's not a bad process because it is a God process. It's something God, he himself, had ordered for us so that when we get to the next place to carry out his will and his purpose, we will be equipped for the job. We've got to be equipped. So we've got to go through the refining process, and it is for the kingdom. He says, I have refined thee, but not with silver. So I said, God, what's the purpose of refining? What's the purpose? And he gave me some things, and I will share those things that he gave to me with you. First of all, he said the purpose is to separating of the pure silver, which is enlightenment, from dross, D-R-O-S-S. Now, dross, it is impure, impureness. Or it's waste. So God says there's some impurities that's within us that he's got to get out of us. So that when we get to that next place, we'll know how to handle the situations that he's going to bring before us. All right. He says in, in, in the natural, when you're talking about uh, separating the civil, purifying the civil, you know, it says it has to uh, purify the civil from dross. It is heated, they heat the silver to 1,200 degrees in a special furnace. Hmm. Then he goes on, and, and I began to study, and I looked at it, it says, first they put it in a solution called neutral acid. Let it go into some, some acid. From it, I found this to be amazing because it said from it, from that solution, it produces a white powder. Then that white powder is placed in the furnace. That's <laughs> okay, God. The powder is placed in the furnace. Then he reveals that the heat, the heat causes a chemical reaction. And from that chemical reaction, this is what blew my mind. From that chemical reaction, he goes on to say it makes table salt and silver. Table, salt, and silver. From that refining refine process, it makes table, salt, and silver. I said, okay, God, table, salt, and silver. It's a chemical reaction. And from that white powder, it produces table, salt, and silver. Then it goes on and says that the heat releases a poisonous gas. So I said, okay, God, what are you saying? He said, go to Matthew on the spiritual side. That's on the natural, on, on the spiritual side. Let's go to Matthew, St. Matthew, chapter number 5. St. Matthew, chapter number 5. We'll understand about this refining process we got to go through. St. Matthew chapter number 5, verse number 13. Now, remember in, in, in the natural, in the natural, when, when, when there's a separation of the silver 
and the dross, which is those impurities. It has, it has to be removed because what's going to come forth has got to be pure. And so then, then when you do that separation and you're putting the solution, the white powder is produced. From that white powder comes table salt and the silver. But that heat got to get that poison out of us. That's why sometimes when we're in a heat of the battle and things get hot, God's trying to get some impurities out of us. It's not the other person. You know, have anybody been in some heated battles and you wonder why you're there? It's not about the other person. It's really about us. Because we got some impurities God trying to get out. See, and the only way that that poison stuff can come out of us, God, God got to put some heat to it. He, he got to put some fire on it. Got to put some fire on it. Because he wants something else to be, be produced. Now look at Matthew chapter number 5, verse number 13. Remember now, it produces, with that chemical reaction, it produces table salt and silver. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 13 says this. Ye, each one of us, the body of Christ, it says, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. So God says, I've got, I got you in this refinery. I've got to get the salt. I've got to make sure you're salt when you come out. Because, see, you are the salt of the earth. Not only salt for with, with this, this earth, but those out there too. You're the salt. You're the flavor. You're the flavor that the earth needs. It's what you got, what you have that the other's going to need that's going to come through. So you're the salt. He said, I got to make sure you're salt. But before you can become salt, I got to get some impurities out of you. So therefore, I got to put the, I got to put some fire under you. I said, okay, God, I, I got you. Because see, we're the salt of the earth. We don't re fully realize the importance of who we are as the body of Christ. The salt. And look at what happens when we, when we become unseasonal. We're unflavorable. God says you, only, only good is to be trotting on the foot of me. You're no more good. So God says, I, I've got to make sure you, you, you're seasonal. When you, when you cross over to do my work, i got to make sure everything is gone. Impurities. I've got to make sure. So if anybody been in the furnace of affliction, understand why you're there. If hell been raised in your home, if hell been raised on your job, if hell been raised, no, and wherever you go, understand why it's being raised. It ain't a bad thing. It's a good thing. And the reason why it's a good thing is because God is doing something in us. See, we got to look at and see what God is doing. Not so much what the devil is doing, but what God is doing. Because see, a lot of times when we're going through, first person we want to point out, we say, the devil, it's the devil, it's the devil. But no, no, no. God said, it's me. It's me. God said, it is me. I got to get some stuff out of you because I got a work I got for you to do. Amen. Got to get some stuff out. It's you, you got to be, you got to be seasoned. You got to be salt. Now, let's go to the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel. Going to the book of Daniel. Going to the book of Daniel. Daniel. Some things we got to look out for. You know, God, you know, it's amazing that as God has, God has been speaking and teaching us, things have been happening. <laughs> Soon as it's being released, God has been bringing it to pass. Daniel chapter number two. I think where we're going. Chapter number two. 
Daniel chapter number 2. Remember now, we're being refined for the kingdom. That's our purpose. So God said, I, I want to give you something for you to hold on to. So whenever the fire increases, the battle increases, understand you're being refined by me. Daniel chapter number 2. Got some things he says I, I need to point out to my people, brother. He said, some things that needs to be pointed out. Now, there's a, a good bit that we're going to to read here. Yeah, Daniel chapter number 2. We're going to read verse number 3 first, and then we're going to move to verse 27 in, in Daniel. Verse 3 says, And the king said unto them, I have dreamed a dream, and my spirit was troubled to know the dream. Okay. Go to verse 27. Y'all, whether y'all know it, that dream scared me because I have dreams. I mean, God reveals things to me in dreams. And they seem to always come to pass. Verse 27 says, in the book of Daniel, still in chapter number 2. Remember now, the king has had a dream. 27 says, Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king hath demanded cannot be cannot the wise men the astrologers the magicians the soothsayers show unto the king god says what i am revealing in this last hour the world can't give you any counsel to let you know why i'm doing what i'm doing worldly counsel won't do it worldly counsel won't do it there's things that are happening. We can ask the people of the world, but the main thing, you've got to go to the people of God to get the answer of what's happening. He said, worldly counsel won't work. Worldly counsel won't work. Now, the, the, the name Daniel means, my God is judge. <laughs> my God is judge. Verse 28 says, but there is a God in heaven that Reveal his secrets. And I heard Dr. Manley say that this morning, so that was my cue that where I am, God is confirming this word. But there's a God in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known to the king Nebuchadnezzar. Now, Nebuchadnezzar is, is a defender of the boundaries. Satan never wants us to be able to fulfill God's purpose. So he's always there trying to stop us. So the Bible goes on and says, What shall be in the latter days? Thy dream and thy visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. Let me read that again. But there is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and thy visions of thy head Upon thy bed are these. 29 with this, with 28 as well. As for thee, O king, thy thoughts came into thy mind upon thy bed. Key, bed. What shall come to pass hereafter, and he that revealeth secrets maketh known to thee what shall come to pass. I said, God, what is that? He says, whenever we get at a, get at a place of rest, because when you, when you look at bed, when you go to bed, bed means rest. We are also the bed. Christ rests in here. Whenever we are at rest, 
that's when God begins to speak. Because when we are when we are distracted, or when we are constantly in, in, in motion, I got many things going on in our mind. God said, "You can't hear me." He said, "You can only hear me when you are at rest." That's why we have to be very careful not to let the devil disturb our peace, because God is speaking while we're at rest. And while, as long as we're in rest, we can hear what the Lord has to say. So he's revealing some secrets. Now, the world can't, cannot reveal these secrets, the, the dream that Nebuchadnezzar has. The world cannot reveal to us the plan that the enemy has. But whenever we are at rest, God will reveal to us what is literally going on. What's going on? Now, let's look at verse number 30. Remember now. You got to be at rest. He tells them, he said, these thoughts that came to your mind while you're up on rest, while you're in rest, God will reveal what's going on. Anybody ask the question, God, why, why I'm going through this? Could very well not been at rest. Because now, that's when you're at rest, you will hear the answer about what's going on, what's really going on. Now look at verse number 30. Can't get no credit. Watch verse 30. 30 says, but as for me, now this is Daniel talking. And his name mean, meaning, my God is judge. So he's careful now not to take no glory. That's right. See, when God reveals things to us, we got to be very careful that we don't steal God's glory. Got to be very careful we don't steal no glory. No glory. He says, but as for me, this secret is not revealed to, to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living. So in other words, he said, listen, let me tell you something. Because God revealed to me, that doesn't mean I got more than the rest of them. He said, no, 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 no. He said, it ain't got nothing to do with me. He said, it has everything to do with my God. He did not take any credit. So whatever God is doing in our lives, whatever God is doing in, in house of death or in the body of Christ, God said, don't, don't steal my glory. He said, my glory, I won't share with nobody. He said, don't steal my glory. See, this is where we got to get. This is where we have to be. But as for me, even though nobody else could interpret the dream, Daniel was not a fool. We cannot be a fool when God begins to reveal and begin to bless us the way he's blessing. Can't take no credit now. Because only God can do what he's doing. Only God. God's, God strategizes things. I mean, he set things up, but we don't understand. And all of a sudden you see the hand of God. We don't never need to forget the hand of God moved the way it's moved in these past two weeks. God has done some awesome things. So he's going to do even greater things. He's orchestrating things. And I can't hardly wait to see what else he's doing. Because I'm so excited about that. Okay. So, But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living. But for their sake that shall make known the interpretation to the king. And that thou might know the thoughts of their hearts. Of thy heart. God is revealing what's in our hearts. He's revealing. 31 says, Thou, O king, saw it. Watch this. Key. Everything that looked like God ain't God. Everything sound like God or speak like God ain't God. 31. Thou, O king, saw it. And behold, a great, what is it? Image. image. It's an image. It's an image now. It's an image. So a great image. This great image were, whose brightness was excellent stood before thee. And the form thereof was terrible. Now that word terrible don't mean bad. It says magnificent. 
Satan never comes the way he is. He always comes as an angel of light according to the scripture. And he said he even got some ministers. He's got some ministers that appears as angels of light. Appears. They're not angels of light. God is, God is warning us. What it looks like ain't really what it is. And here Lord, here Lord now. But I heard God. Here Lord. He says, he stood before thee and the form thereof was terrible, was magnificent. Now watch this. 32. This image head was a fine gold purity. His breast and his arms of silver. He was enlightened. Had enlightenment. His belly, meaning his heart. His belly and his thighs of brass. That word breast, that means judgment. It looks, looks like, looks like God. He's magnificent. I mean, he's brilliant now. He, he's a great image. He, he, he looks like he's pure. He, he, he has enlightenment, but his belly and his thigh, his breast, he's full of judgment. His heart is filled with judgment. Filled with judgment. All right. Look at that. Watch, watch God. 33 said, his legs of iron, his feet, watch this, his feet, part of iron and part of clay. Okay. I said, God, what that mean? He said, that iron represents strength. But the key that you're going to know that is Satan is, look at this, he's part strength and, and he's got clay. Iron, absolutely. It's man speaking and not God. That clay represents man. Represents man. It represents man. His feet, part of iron and part of clay. Looks like he's strong one day. When you really look at it, it's really man, not God. Not God. Not God speaking. 34 says, now watch, watch how God going to deal with this image. See, that's why, you know, a long time ago God talked talk, talk, talk to us about I don't call self. We got to make sure that self is not rising. We got to make sure self is not operating. So, and not only self within us, but self within others. See, God, God is teaching us how to discern the body. God is teaching us how to discern. You see, only God can do what He's doing. God, God is teach. God is God is teaching. And now look, look, look at verse thirty-four. Watch what God will do. This is how you know that what you're seeing in verse thirty-three is not God. Thirty-four says, "Thou sowest till." Huh. You'll see it till till what? Till that a stone was cut out without hands, <laughs> without hands. With our hands, which smote the image upon his feet that was of iron and clay, and break them to pieces. So, so because what God says, in, you know, you know, last week he he began to tell us the battle was ours; it was his. So God said that still carries on. He said, "I'm going to take care of this image, this great image." God says, "I'm going to take care of it because see, it says the stone without hands." God said, "He don't need your hands to take care of it." He said, I'm going to take care of this one. I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going to handle this one, Sister Tasha. He said, I'm going to handle this one. I'm going to handle this one. He, he, he looks at me he, he, and God says, he, he, he breaks them, he breaks it up into pieces. 35 says, and we got a ways to read him. 35 says, there was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold 
broken to pieces together. Together. He's going to break it up. He's going to destroy it. And he's going to see all the little pieces together. He said, I'm not going to let it spread out. Because we're going to do one or two things. Either we're going to gather or we're going to scatter. And see, this great image wants to scatter. But God said, I'm going to break it before it scatters. Because he's, God is about gathering. Not scattering, but gathering. That's what God is about. He's about gathering. He's about gathering. 35 says, Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together and became, watch how it's going to, watch the rest of the story. And became like the shaft of the summer threshing floor. And the wind carried them away that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. God said, what I'm saying now in this, this text, he says, when I get through with it, you won't see it no more. What you're going to see, that's why you won't be around no more. What you're going to see is me. That the, the great, look at this, he said, the great mountain. He says, he's the, the image, he's the, he goes on, he said, and the stone that smote the image. Because see, Christ is the one, God is the one that's going, he is the one that's going to smite, the, he's going to smite the great image. But it no longer says great. It said the image. Somehow that lost some power. You see, in 31, it talks about great. The great image. Down 35, now he's just an image. He lost. Man, that's why he lost. He's losing some power. It said, then he said, the, the, the very one that smote it, it became a great mountain and filled the heart of God. said, so when I get through, I'm going to fill all of you with me. That's why a couple of weeks God says, I've got to shake everything out of you except kingdom. He said, I gotta move everything out of you except kingdom. He's the only thing I want left in you is kingdom. Because let me tell you something, and in your spare time, when you don't have a, a set particular, particular thing to read, in your spare time, go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and read the red letters. Because when you begin to read the red letters, you're gonna see what kingdom is. Kingdom ain't nothing like we think. Because see, we like to take up our own selves and do some things, but God said, no, that ain't how you do it. We're gonna do it Jesus' way. We're gonna do it Jesus' way. And Jesus' way is kingdom way. Right. And see, if we can do it kingdom way, then everything that happened, we'll know it's total kingdom. So he said, I got to shake everything out of you because, you know, we do have some judgmental spirits, don't we? Yeah. God said, I got to shake everything out of you so you have my mind. God's mind is kingdom. His mind is kingdom way, the kingdom way, the kingdom way. God said, I got to shake some stuff out of you now because you got some stuff going on. I got to shake it. Because when you get through, because these are the people that I'm going to bring in, you can't judge them. That's right. The people I'm going to bring in, he said, you can't judge them. The people you bring in, he said, he said well, no, those I'm bringing in, he said, you can't, you can't judge them. Can't judge them. And the reason why you can't judge them, you got to remember where you come from. You gotta, have everybody been saved all their life? Have everybody been saved all their life? Everybody done right all their life? Huh? Why is the body of Christ become so self-righteous? Judgment. Thank you, darling. Judgmental. Think about where we come from. And think about somebody here and the stuff that, that, that they ain't been uncovered yet. Them little sin is sin. In God's eyes, sin is sin. There ain't no big sin and there ain't no little sin, according to the book. But, but some righteous folk will judge sin. There's a little sin over here. That's a big sin over here. Little sin. God said, if you want to tell them God's when you're still sinning, and he will see you. Thank you, baby, what the sanctimony said. That's exactly right. See, we got it mixed up. See, God's way is different from, from, from our way. Totally different. 
So we got to get the kingdom way. Kingdom way. That's, that's why we got so much hell going on. Because we had, we're doing kingdom stuff. Going kingdom way. Kingdom way. Verse 36. 36 says, this is a dream. Watch this. This is a dream. And we will tell the interpretation they are before the king. 37 says, thou, O king, art a king of kings. For the God of heaven have given thee a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. And wheresoever the children of men dwell. Did it say the children of God dwell? Wherever the children of men dwell, says the beasts of the field and the fowls of the heavens hath he given to thine hand and hath made thee ruler over them. Thou art the head of gold. Mm -hmm. So wherever the children of men dwell, the beasts, <laughs> those worldly aspirations are going to come. Uh, the fowls of the air, those things that's unclean. Where, not the children of God, where they dwell. It's, it's where the children of men dwell. It's where the unclean things come. Because see, when it's the children of God, then those un unclean things can't come. That, 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 that won't happen. Now, 39 says, And after thee shall arise another kingdom, hmm, inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. Judgment. Spirit of judgment. You know what's amazing? I'm going to put a pin right. You know what's amazing? President Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize. And they have literally lost their mind. Judging. He's not supposed to have it. And why not? And why not? God, God said so. God said so. But they're losing their minds. He won a Nobel Peace Prize. All of a sudden now, it's irrelevant. But it wasn't irrelevant when everybody else got it. So we're going to see that spirit of judgmental spirit rising up in the earth. Even the more. Watch it. Watch it, watch, watch, watch it, watch it. Then 40 says, And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron. For as much as iron means strength, breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things. And as iron that breaketh all these, shall it break in pieces and bruise. And whereas thou saw the feet, here we go. And whereas thou sawest the feet and the toes. Part of potter's clay. Now y'all do know he's the part of we clay. That's why it goes back to man. Uh -huh. And part and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. But there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sowest the iron mixed with miry clay. Now watch. Some things can't be mixed. Can't mix iron with clay now. It's divided. What you're going to see, you remember the last Sunday the Lord talked about, my Saturday Sunday, how the enemy, enemy began to turn on itself. Yes. <laughs> if the enemy began to turn on itself and destroy itself, yeah. the enemy, that's why I fight against you. <laughs> and y'all do remember, he was sitting down at the end of the book. Yes, he was. And your blessing was over on the other side, so he was really waiting to get your blessing. Uh -huh. So, so, so God's saying, and then God revealed how he turned, they turned on one another, and it ended up, we got our blessings back that we lost in our night season. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But here, and whereas thou sawest the feet and the toes, part of potter's clay, part now, part of man, 
and part of our strength. The kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in but there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sowest the iron mixed with miry clay. Forty two says, and as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. God said they ain't gonna have no balance. See, with your toes, with your toes, you got your toes give you balance. They give you balance. See, this, this spirit that won't have no balance because it's, it, it can't mix anymore. It's, it's divided. You know how it is? One, one time people think they save the day and they go in for God and the next day they ain't saved no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no balance. No balance. But God says, now you, you, you'll know, you'll know because there will not be in the balance. Now watch this. 43. 43 says, and whereas thou sowest iron mixed with clay, Mixed with man, because see now man is operating his own strength. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of who? Men. They're gonna mingle themselves with the seed of men, not the seed of God, but the seed of men. This is how you are gonna know about that great image. You got to see. God's teaching us how to be able to discern about it, how to be able to recognize. They go be they, they themselves. Or mingle with the seed of with the seed of men, but watch this. But they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. In other words, God said it ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. It just ain't gonna work. It won't. You can't. You. It's just like this. You can't mix. What did it say? All and all in one. If we're going to bring it down home, you can't mix iron and water. So God says that, that, that the iron and the clay, it won't mix. It, it'll be separated from one another. It, it, it won't work. It says they should not cleave one to another. So in other words, you won't be able to come together. Won't be able to come together. Uh-uh. God said won't be able, they won't be able to come together. It won't mix. You, you, you can't mix darkness with light. There's no way. You can't mix darkness with light. Because what happens is light will dispel darkness. Anytime you walk in the room, you know, darkness can't overtake light. You see, but the thing is like this. When you, when you can walk in a dark room and you flip on a light switch, everything becomes light. The whole thing becomes light. It dispels darkness. And that's why we get to remember something. You remember what God says over in Matthew, still Matthew 5, with, with, with the salt, with the salt of the earth. He said that, right? But he also said with the light. Now think about it. I'm going to use this illustration. You see them little lights right there? They shining, right? Everybody see the light? I want y'all to look up. Y'all see the light? Y'all see the light? They shining, right? But do you hear the light? Light don't make sounds. Do y'all hear the light talking? Light does not make sounds. Light just shines. Light just is. God said, that's how I want my body Christ is. He just want us to shine. He don't want to hear us. He just want us to shine. He don't want us to make it a whole lot of noise. God said, light don't talk. Light don't do nothing but shine. Where we God going, God said, you just got to shine. He said, I don't need you talking because I'm going to be one doing the walking. All you need to do is shine. Not shining you, but shining me. Thank the Holy Ghost. He said, correct me. I don't want you seen. He said, I want me seen. He said, I just want you shining. I don't want you making a whole lot of noise. That's what he said. I don't want no noise made. That's what he said. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You know, the Holy Ghost is tight. He's right, ain't he? He is. He's, he, the Holy Ghost knows how to teach his people. 
We got to shine. Light don't make no noise. I don't hear no noise. Even when light goes out, it still don't make no noise. Mm-hmm. Okay. 44. Time is it? I'm going to have to stop. I'm, I'm going to read these other couple verse now because I won't go on and be messed up here. 44 says, And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom, watch this, which shall never be destroyed. God says as long as we're operating in kingdom principles, we will never be destroyed. No matter how much Satan comes up against us, he said we'll never be destroyed. The kingdom can never be destroyed. Never. Never be destroyed. It says, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. Amen. The work that God has right now for this body, God said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave it to somebody else. I'm gonna use you. So I can get the glory. I can get the glory. But it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. God said, everything else is in the way. God said, the kingdom of God is gonna break all that. He said, you're going to be standing forever. As long as we operate in kingdom principles, God said, we will be standing forever. But you've got to operate in kingdom principles. It ain't my way. It ain't nobody else's way, but it's God's way. And this book right here is the ultimate authority. We have no opinion when it comes to the book. When it comes, when it comes down to the book, when it comes down here, there's no opinions. God's word, God's word is the ultimate authority. Listen, I ain't got no opinion. You ain't got no opinion. God said, back up, baby. I'm the, I'm the ultimate, ultimate authority. He says, I'm the one. He's gonna, he's gonna do this operation. Can't nobody do it like he does it anyhow. Can't nobody do it the way he does it. Uh-uh. Nobody. Uh-uh. 45 says, for as much as thou sowest, that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands. I foul for y'all. And that it break in pieces. Watch this. It break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold. That's the old image. Thank you for breaking. He pray. He's saying, I'm going to break that great image. I'm going to break that great image. He, say, he goes on and say, he says, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain at the interpretation thereof sure. Now, Jesus, I can't, I can't go through all that. I, and for the reason of time, reason of time, it's about 10 minutes to 12. Reason of time. And I know it's time for us to go. Reason of time. I want you to mark this and I want you to study at home because I know it's time for us to stop. But I knew that we would not be able to finish all of this. We won't be able to finish all this. Chapter number three, verse one in the book of Daniel. Now, I'm going to read this one verse and it'll give you the key for the rest of it. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold. Even though, even though if it was revealed, he turns right around and he makes an image of gold whose height was three score cubits and the breadth thereof six cubits. And watch this. He set it up. In the plain of Dura, in the province of Babylon, God says, this great image will be set up in Babylon. That's God, what you mean? He says, even though hearing the truth, it still will be set up. 
It'll be set up in Babylon. It's going to be set up in confusion. It's going to be confusion. It's going to be set up in confusion. In confusion. Still, even though you hear it, even though God said you've been taught out of culture, still not he- not hearing. You're going to set it up. Confusion will come. Hear you now. Confusion coming. It's there. It's been there. Been bickering. Confusion coming. But let me tell you something. When you read the rest of chapter number three, those boys are put in the fiery furnace. Okay. All right, j- jump, jump to verse, um, let me see, verse 24, 24, I'm going to read 24 and 25 and we're going to sit down. 24, verse 24, 24 in the same chapter, chapter number 3, 24, you have to give this, so you give hope. 24 says, then Nebuchadnezzar, the king was astonished, rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, because you remember now, we're going to go into the fiery furnace, remember now, we're being refined for the kingdom. So we can thank God for the furnace. The devil think he's doing something, but you need to thank God for the furnace. Because he's really doing us a favor. He's doing us a favor. 24 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king was astonished, and rose up in haste, and spake and said unto his counselors. Counselors now. <laughs> they got some workers with him. Did not we cast three men, how were they when they was cast in? Bound in, into the midst of the fire. See, Satan thinks when he casts you, he thinks he's going to... He sees you bound, but that ain't how God sees you. <laughs> that ain't how God sees you. They answered and, 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 and said unto the king, true old king, 25. He answered and said, lo, I see four men loose. Now remember now, they were thrown in there bound. The devil taught you in there, that thought you was bound. But when he takes another look, he's, what he sees, he said, I see four men loose. I remember three. One in, now it's four. That's why we got to be careful. Because in the midst of all, God is there too. <laughs> he said, I see four men loose. And what are they doing? Walking in the midst of the fire. And they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. So the enemy just done us a favor. He's done us a favor, y'all. Well, he done us a favor. He thought us we were bound. Well, he didn't know that when we, when we in the fire, when we in the fire, we still walking. We still walking in the fire. And we ain't walking by ourselves, Deacon Mavin. The, the Son of God is in the midst of the fire with us. That's why we don't have a problem going in the fire. In the, it's a the burning fiery furnace. He turned it up seven times hotter. He didn't realize seven means the complete will of God. So all he's doing is doing the will of God. I said, God, thank you. Come on, y'all. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 Amen.